Hello, I'm Jason Sroden from the Orthodontic and Dentistry Digital Marketing Agency, Brain Bites Creative, and welcome to the Get It Straight podcast, where we examine the hottest topics in orthodontics and dentistry. I'm joined by my co-host, Judd John, CEO of ODO, the on-demand orthodontist. How you doing, Judd? Very good, Jay. Thank you. On today's show, we are talking about the price of beauty and nobody better than to talk about money and finance than Mr. Stephen Sweeney, chairman of the board of iCreditWorks. Uh, how are you doing today, Stephen? I'm well, thank you. Um, when we say the price of beauty, we're going to be talking about the pricing in orthodontics and why some aligners are 1800 and some are five grand and why are some docs financing all other cases, some at zero APR. And Stephen, you're, you're the guy to let us do that. So let's Let's jump right in. Let's start by telling us what is iCreditWorks and what are you guys trying to do? Well, we've been in the dental space for three decades and we've, we've through a variety, a variety of businesses that we've founded, uh, have tried to make consumer experience better and facilitate access to care. And when you think about uh, saying yes to treatment or treatment acceptance, you can't separate the consumer's demand for not only the care that they aspire for, but the credit that's required to finance that care. And, and I think holistically, the dental uh, sector has tried to create a separation between church and state, like somehow it's not the responsibility of the provider to, prov to offer flexible options to a patient, uh, especially at the point of care. And I think the market has really moved over the recent time where we have mobility, we have technology in the palm of every patient's hand. We have the ability to automate the experience to make it elegant and fast and safe. And ultimately, if we can provide more optionality to the consumer or the patient right at the point of care with the practitioner and the staff and make it easy and simple, we think that, you know, the patient is more inclined to say yes and the doctor can provide the treatment that not only the patient deserves but desires. Why has it taken so long for somebody to step in and do this? Well, you know, dentists are creatures of habit. So, you know, they, they tend to uh, look at the, the lowest common denominator. And I think that the word finance has always been treated kind of like a dirty word. And with education and with information and most importantly, technology, we think that, you know, today's consumer, if it's transparent and it's responsible and they can understand it quickly uh, with simple products that, uh, provide interest and a path to repayment that they can understand and digest, and the technology automates that experience. We think that you know that will result in a, a much better uh, outcome for both the doctor and the patient. And technology has been evolving, and I mean, we at iCreditWorks have you know assembled an elite team of technologists. Uh, Suresh Nair, our CITO, ran technology transformation for Bank of America globally, uh, and he was the executive who had architected and deployed the Merrill Lynch global wealth system around the world. And he was responsible. He was the number one tech executive responsible for transformation for the entire Bank of America global system. And so my partners and I have a, a unique ability to assemble very talented people uh, to build the first in-market native mobile app that can do it. And it's the first one, not just in the US, it's the first one in the world. And uh, we're very excited about seeing what that new technology can do when it harnesses the mobility of the consumer as the as the empowered purchaser and what that effect will have on the experience in the office. And, and Jed and I talk about that all the time. Why is it so complicated for people to understand the pricing around aligners? Why is some aligner 18 and one, some are 5,000? How are you guys, are you guys helping people 
come to terms and understanding about that? Or are you just focusing on the doc? What is your mission? Well, our mission is to really create a, a far better consumer experience and to take all of the friction out of the exchange and allow both the consumer and patient and the doctor to have a simple and, and effortless experience. Right now in the conventional merchant model, the, the administrative burden is displaced on the office staff who are ill-equipped to provide that support. They don't really understand the products. The systems are antiquated. They have to print and sign and collate and, and, and uh, manage that process where we believe that all they really should do is introduce the opportunity to the patient and then allow the patient to use a very elegant uh, technology that can decision in a couple of seconds and deploy funds uh, immediately through instant pay. If you think about how most people pay their babysitter or their the people around their home, they push Venmo, they push PayPal. So you know the, the way we move money in the system is now digital. And unfortunately, the majority of those merchant providers that you know, Care Credit and the others that you name are still using antiquated ACH systems and 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 really poor web browser experiences to try to uh, adjudicate the loan. Uh, and we can just do it better, faster, and easier. And it's as simple as that. Can you explain the process? Like, how does a consumer go about using this? You mentioned an app. How does the app work? Is it, and how does the doctor interface? And how does the consumer interface? So you know, the consumer has to be able to discover. Um, finance outside of the dental office. So 70% of patients search finance before care. They need to understand if they can actually afford the care they're contemplating. And there's so much consumer information available when you think about Align Technology spends hundreds of millions of dollars educating consumers on how clear aligners uh, can change your smile, uh, whether it be uh, minor crowding or if you have a significant orthodontic condition. They have technologies that can uh, solve for all of those use cases. Um, and so we believe that, you know, being able to be available on the app store on Google play, where you can easily search and find the technology like iCreditWorks pre-qualify. In other words, it's a soft search, meaning it doesn't affect your credit and it verifies your eligibility in about three seconds after you download the app. And, and so there's a really unique transition that happens between a patient who becomes an empowered consumer when they're sitting at home on their couch or they're wherever they are in their in their lifestyle and they simply access the information enter in a few bits your name your address your date of birth your social last four and your income will decision you and ultimately let you know that you're approved for let's call it five thousand dollars something happens in the dna of that patient where they now go from kind of a resistant you know, sheepish consumer to an empowered purchaser. And they can then go into that office and they can make a business decision to say, I have the ability, I can afford the $130 a month, I'm gonna take the loan and buy the, buy the treatment. And, and we think that that's what happens if you think about it in your everyday life, how you make financial decisions, whether you're buying a car, whether you're buying a television, you look at the interest rate, you look at your monthly payment and your budget, and you determine, can I afford this? And some people say, well, why don't we just use our Visa card? Well, the average American has $400 in reserve credit. And so if they have a Visa card with a $2,000 limit, they do not want to encumber that facility to have an adjunct medical procedure. Most patients defer stage or abandon care because of affordability, affordability, excuse me. So therefore, you know, what we wanna be able to do is give them an alternative, uh, alternative credit resource 
make sure it's safe and responsible and give them the opportunity to find a monthly payment where they can say yes to the type of treatment that will give them the optimal oral health that they deserve. And, and you think about how that happens today, it happens through mobility. We believe that wholeheartedly. And, and when you think about trust, trust is another big factor that affects not only the doctor-patient relationship, but how the patient looks at their opportunity in regard to finance. And so our partners are TransUnion, WebBank, um, SoCure, Visa. You know, we partner with the best and the most sophisticated uh, financial institutions in the, in the country uh, so that we can share that type of opportunity with our clients. And it's as simple as downloading an app onto your mobile device, spending a minute or two uh, working through the technology. It's very straightforward. And then ultimately you pay your your provider through a, a digital push pay, pay my dentist. Man, that, that's an incredible thing for a lot of people who didn't have a chance to have good oral health or a nice smile. And everybody really does have the right to that. Can you tell me some one thing that you think that a consumer would find interesting about how case financing works currently? Well, you know, the, the challenge you have is the system is filled with friction. You have really um, poorly trained dental providers on the actual product and platform itself. You have uh, a variety of loan products that are in, in all expectation considered predatory. The vast majority of loan products in the dental sector are called deferred interest products or revolvers. The intention is not to be good for the patient. The intention is to engage them with a 0% interest rate, but then they neglect to share the fact that if they pay one payment late, it creates an avalanche of interest that's accruing from the very first day. If they fail to pay it off during the promotional period and they trip over that, 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 uh, that line in the sand, they'll be hit with a huge uh, increase to their principal obligation, which meaningfully changes the monthly payment. And most doctors who provide this product think, hey, it's not my problem. That'll happen when they leave the office. And if you were to just Google uh, reviews for care credit, you will see an NPS score that's abysmal. We believe that their product and their approach is medieval and ultimately is at the detriment to that patient. And if you believe that your practice is going to thrive based on retention of that patient and the retention of the patient's mother, brother, sister, uncle, who they bring to the practice, then you have to today be aware of how they're treated when they leave the practice. And if you have a holistic ecosystem of good quality providers, like iCreditWorks, like Align Technologies, like some of the other providers, you're going to find that we keep the water clean by having frictionless, supported, and responsible options. Um, and the patients are going to respond by staying in your practice and rewarding you with more opportunity to provide the care that, that they deserve and you want to provide to them. Question. Um, this is some fascinating detail today. And, you know, we got some, some callbacks, some feedback from patients through Reddit, and they have a lot of commentary about their, their own credit and case financing journey. Do you find that, in, and let's start with, because we've got three lenses of the podcast, whether it's orthos, dentists, patients, do you find what percentage of uh, orthodontists and then dentists use a, a financing option for their patient versus try to go it alone? And, and what's your general take on that? Well, you know, I, I think patient finance and how the mindset 
about how and what it means to offer finance are radically different than what the reality is. Most folks are, are not equipped to actually use it as part of their treatment consultation. They will point to a brochure. They'll only respond if asked about financial optionality. And, and so how they position it, and many of the practitioners say, hey, I don't talk about finance with my patients. That's Betty at the front desk job. And in 2022, it's just a different world. The, the world has moved. The practitioner has to be engaged. The platform has to be responsible. And everyone has to realize that they're there to provide optionality to the patient. And by providing a, an open and transparent opportunity for them to, to question their their optionality between you know, what type of loan product or what type of uh, delivery system. We think that if you embrace that, your practice is gonna see a tremendous increase or lift as a result. And, and today, the, the, the conventional systems that are, are, are prevalent uh, really uh, exhaust the patient, have low approval access, and the products themselves are, in our opinion, disadvantageous to the patient. And so the whole ecosystem needs a reset. And, and I think that if we can be the change agent where we bring transparency, automation, and just clear and simple products where the consumer can really drive the experience and control their privacy using their mobile technology, the doctor can simply introduce and offer that as an option in the practice. And they can use the, the internet site or they can use app store ratings to verify uh, the efficiency of the technology and then experience it themselves. The nice thing is that checking the loan options through iCreditWorks doesn't affect their credit. So they can simply download the app, put in a few pieces of information and actually pre-qualify for their, their financing. And they'll know right then and there what their options are. And, and we think it's all about optionality within the dental office to, in order to drive acceptance. So Steve, uh, Jay, you may or may not know this, but Stephen and I ran into each other because obviously I'm looking after ODO, which is an assisted orthodontic platform. And one thing that I ran into pretty quickly because my partner, Dr. John Warford sets up, helps set up cases for uh, dentists and, uh, and orthodontists is that when a practice transcends to a material amount of aligners inside of their practice, they start to feel the same amount of, of impact financially on their balance sheet. Um, and so in certain cases, you've got dentists that are going from 10 aligners to 50 or more, or you've got orthodontists that are 75, 80% brackets and wires that are transi transitioning to 20, 30, 50% aligners this is very much a part of that equation, too, because there's a sharp remore effect. And, and I remember there was a fantastic uh, aligner orthodontist. You probably know, Steve, Donna Galante told me last year, she said something really that I thought was really profound. And this is what kind of set me on this journey. And we finally connected after doing a lot of due diligence on, on, on various financial models was that when an orthodontist transcends into 50 percent aligners, they're eventually going to get their, their PL back and it's going to be shocking off because they're used to spending anywhere from 200 to 300 an orthodontic case for brackets and wires. And now they could be a 1200 a case or more, depending on where they are. They're still learning in many, many times about the efficiencies of aligner treatment. So that so that they're, I guess you could say, their reasons to believe about the efficiencies of aligner, which are there. Steve, you know they're there from your deep experience with Invisalign. 
they, they are trying to reconcile this financial impact on their PL against the efficiencies purported by aligners. And so that's their decision point where they mush on fixed bayonets and go all the way with the liners and become this super aligner practice, or do they panic and fall back to this other model? And patient financing, from my viewpoint, is mutually exclusive with this, with this equation because if they can transact with the patient rate then and there and give the patient something that's very interesting for them, they've solved their, their free cash flow problem because they, and they've solved their NPV problem, so they don't have someone else financing their case, uh, and, and, and ultimately, including yeah. themselves, which is absolutely, in my opinion, the worst decision they could make, which is prevalent within the orthodontic space, that they set a, a $6,000 case and they, they accept a $90 payment over the next 30 months in order to get paid. When they finance with iCreditWorks, we pay them immediately in instant funds the minute the patient pays says pay my dentist. So they go from having a $90, if they do five cases a day, let's say, instead of having you know, 50 times five or 90 times five, $450, they would have 5,000 if that's that case average times five, they'd have $25,000 in their bank account. And, and so we think that that system is broken from a variety of perspectives. I think what you're talking about, when you talk about the pressure of technology innovation, the pressure that clear aligners has placed onto the conventional orthodontic system is because convenience trumps cost at all corners. So patients want the convenience of a clear aligner, they be able to control compliance. They want to leave it in, take it out. They control the, the tempo and cadence of their care. They have a, a very friendly experience by digitally scanning the art, upper and lower arch. It's fast, it's efficient, it's, it's agile. And so the consumer is driving that innovation. And the orthodontist that resists the pressure that technology is placing on the system, in my opinion, is just opaque to the reality of, of what the market is saying to them. And, and you know, white knuckling and holding on to what was 100 years ago, there's an example in every sector, correct? But the reality here is, I, you know, Invisalign, which is only one provider, and I want to talk about the concept of why is there, you know, such diversity in, in fees and cost of product. But I can tell you, if you just look at Align Technology as a model, it's a $40 billion global juggernaut that has innovated that marketplace and is widely by far the market leader in every facet. And that's, in, that's not disputable. But the reality here is the patient is, is driving the acceptance through that technological innovation. And, and I believe that finance is a big piece of that entire ecosystem. It's an investment and finance plays in the investment of that practitioner by a scanner to read a digital workflow, to improve and, and take advantage of the clear aligner systems and technologies. That's a financial investment from the doctor perspective. And the patient themselves is finding are finding new ways to finance the optionality that they look for, whether it be a short-term minor tooth movement before a wedding or a, a prolonged kind of complex case uh, that needs rotation and, and bite reorganization. That's all, you know, part of the learning curve of that practitioner. And, you know, they have to decide just like now, I mean, my kids are using streaming services. We don't, we don't, we don't have a, a landline in our house. We have a mobile device. We don't have a cable run into a box. We stream off the Bluetooth or the Wi-Fi internet. So the world has just moved. 
And I think that the orthodontist, especially the one that says, hey, I'm going to charge you 30 payments of, of 90 bucks. I'm not going to, I'm going to take the risk. I don't know who you are as a, as a, a as a credit uh, evaluation, but I'm going to extend you $6,000 with a credit and you're going to pay me $90 a month for the next 30 months. To me, that's just, just archaic thinking that is fraught with risk. And why not allow a, a, a firm like iCreditWorks to come in, give a responsible offer to that patient, pay you in advance so you have all the benefit and none of the risk, and then allow the patient to have maybe a 36-month or a 48 or even a 60-month option with no prepayment penalty so they can actually create their own payment based on their own you know, feasibility. And, and I, we think that's just the better way and why dentistry, especially orthodontics, has such a, a, a bright future with the, as many practitioners who can embrace that. And I think that's where ODO comes in. What, what would you say? And so I know what you would say, but, but we'll reposition this for this, this conversation. You said something that there was a, a, a seminal when it came to financing. We were on the phone, Jay, you'll, you'll appreciate this. We're on the phone with my partner, Dr. John Warford, and, and Stephen, even you know, he's the chairman of the board, iCreditWorks, but he joined because you know we're 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 uh, we're partnering there with iCreditWorks to to help extend this this credit option with you know our participants. And and this was some months ago, and and John was, you know, you, Steve, you asked John, are you, you know, how are you doing with your cases? Are you fine? And John said, we're, you know, one of staff members said, we're financing our cases. And Steve, you said, I hate that for you. And, 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 and John texted me. I never told you this. John texted me and goes, I like this guy. <laughs> and, and that day it was done. He's not financing the case because I think you made an analogy. Are the patients who are pulling in that are sitting in your lobby, are they financing their car? That's sitting, that's sitting in the parking lot. Are, you know, are they, are they financing their whatever they're buying, you know, their, their big, uh, you know, equipment on their computer, whatever it is. But, 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 so what would you say to the, the ortho, the dentist that is anchoring on the fact that it needs to be a zero APR and they got to do it themselves? What, what would be your comment? Well, I think, I think what we've seen in the marketplace is that a lot of those practitioners, they fear disruption to their uh, patient base. They feel an overwhelming demand to have a payment-based 0% plan being offered by the practitioner. And the practitioner has gotten used to accepting 1 30th of their payment every month as they go for uh, through treatment. And, uh, you know, it's airplane economics, right? I mean, in the end of the day, they, they figure if they get 300 cases at $90 a month, then there's their revenue. Um, we just believe that, you know, when you think about a car, how many times have you bought a car from a dealer and the dealer said, you know what, we'll just house, we'll just warehouse the payments internally. They use GMC credit, they use Porsche credit, they use, you know, Mercedes-Benz financial. They do not take that risk and send out monthly in statements that say, hey, give us, give us your monthly car payment. Best Buy doesn't do that when you buy a TV. They use a third-party household credit in order to provide that service. We just don't think that practitioners should be the bank and they shouldn't accept the risk. And my, they certainly shouldn't accept the risk without any visibility as to the credit worthiness of that patient or consumer. I mean, they don't know. And, and so we think 
that the system and the and the solution is better when you rely on an ethical and responsible uh, financial provider that can give a reasonable rate to a patient who can do all the credit underwriting in a couple of seconds and take the risk off the shoulder of the orthodontist. So all they have to do is accept their payment and deliver their care. We don't think that dentists should provide payment plans. We think that that's 1950s, uh, especially when if you have the ability as a provider to have a, what we call a true zero, where you subsidize the 0% interest, and it's usually a, a discount fee of maybe three to eight or 9% of the, of the total care. So if it's a $5,000 case, and that case never would have converted, if it wasn't for financing, you'd pay uh, iCreditWorks 9% on the 5,000, so $450. So the rest of the balance of those funds would be in your account within a few seconds of the patient you know, processing payment. We think it's better to have the use of 40 some hundred dollars uh, instantly than accepting a $90 payment over a 30 month period of time and, and house the risk of that patient maybe not paying you. We just don't think you have the infrastructure or the ability to manage that properly to your advantage, nor should you. And you should look to a really responsible provider to help you with that. And I hear that number is really high, the people who don't pay. Uh, risk is risk is based on you know different bands of of credit. You have people that have a an eight hundred FICO and a strong income who are rate sensitive, and then you have people who have a compromised credit history with you know maybe a bankruptcy and a charge off. and And in our model, we we risk based price. So if you have very strong credit, you pay a lower rate. If you have uh, compromised credit, you'll pay a higher rate. But you'll see that. The, the demand is almost inverted. When you have really high FICO, high performing credit uh, applicants, you, they want to be rate sensitive and they want to make sure that the money that they save works harder than the interest rate they pay. But conversely, at the other end of the spectrum, you're just happy to get an approval. And if you realize that banks are not illogical, we don't have any magic dust on how we loan money. It's it's our delivery system, which is unique. It's our process. But the, the financing comes from our partner banks that sit behind us. And so they're not illogical. They want to be compensated for the risk that they're accepting in exchange for funding that, that loan. And so if you have a very poor credit history, you're going to pay up to 29% per, per annum on your loan. But when you think an average dental loan is $1,500 and one point of interest rate increase is 70 cents, per month. So if you're 5% higher, instead of $90, you're going to pay $93.50. And if you said to a, a patient, you can have the care you need, but because of your credit circumstance, you're going to have to pay an additional three and a half to $5 a month. They're more likely to say yes to that so they can advance. And so we believe that risk-based pricing and, and being able to properly price the risk as you move into compromised credit, will allow us to say yes more often than those other platforms. Absolutely. And that, I mean, so you're basically saying that if I have a $600 credit score and I'm a consumer, I have a shot of fixing my, my dental problems. Yeah, we'll underwrite credit down to 590 as a FICO score. And then there are what are called knockout rules. If they have a bankruptcy, if they have a debt to income ratio, there are certain things that will keep you from getting credit, not just with us, but with, with everyone in the market. But our goal is to expand access to care. And, and so we are looking for ways to 
support the compromised credit applicant as well as the thin FICO or even a no FICO, FICO unbanked patient. So that's not available today, but we're using our AI and our underwriting algorithms to try to find patterns of the ability to pay as opposed to credit and, and have alternate ways in which we can offer finance to a patient. That's really cool. Um, you can go to iCreditWorks at iCreditWorks.com. We're here with Stephen Sweeney, who's the chairman of the board. Um, Stephen, you, earlier you had mentioned that you wanted to go back and hit on something we touched on, which is the giant differences between the different applications of aligners and the cost and braces and the cost. Can you break that down a little bit for, with your expert opinion? Yeah, so when you think about an emerging market, and certainly I would consider clear aligners an emerging marketplace, uh, there are a variety of new entrants into that space and new models each day. Now, when you think about the cost of a clear aligner, they're not all you know, equal in regard to what they can do. Align technology has over 900 patents that run through their system. But when you look at low-cost alternatives, there's Candid, SureSmile, Byte, there's a variety of platforms out there that will allow optionality to the consumer. I think the market is going to speak, or maybe they already have spoken, in regard to who the market leader is. That doesn't mean that, that a consumer can't consider a non-directed, dental-directed option, where you know I've heard some of these platforms call the dentist a middleman, and I think they've all had a punitive effect on the value of that business. The dentist and the relationship they have with the patient is a very unique and, and intimate relationship. And to me, it's curated from the time the child is in a pediatric dental circumstance all the way through their adulthood. So trying to remove the dentist out of the middle of that wheel, we think is a mistake. But, but we're not the market, right? The market can look at you know, kind of a doctor-directed model. They could look at a, a, a minor tooth movement model where the teeth are in just a little bit of a different alignment, and therefore they just need minor movement in order to bring them into a smile. Most people think that clear aligners are all the same, and they're just not. Some systems can only do certain things than others, and, and when you get into complex orthodontics, where you really need to rotate, move teeth and change occlusion, you, you really need a comprehensive system like Align Technologies in order to do that. And, and you know, I'm no longer involved with, with Align Technologies. I just believe in the, the, the path that they have kind of pushed. And I do believe that some of the other systems are hot on the trail in regard to providing those alternatives. But clearly there are different stations in the process where different patients from different socioeconomic backgrounds are gonna make decisions on, on the point of entry into clear aligner. And I think you know, this, the marketplace right now is, is flooding with new providers that have very unique offerings. And I think you'll see over the coming three to five years, you'll see a thinning of the herd, you'll see a collapsing of the competition, and you'll ultimately get to a handful of really competent providers that play at different levels of the requirement clinically. And, and ultimately, that will be the, the, the spectrum of options available to a patient. Yeah, if, uh, Jay, if I could throw in on that one. Um, you know, I know we're getting ready to go to the Reddit comments here in a moment. But, you know, something Steve Stephen said was really important, which is, you know, to, to some extent, it's, you know, 
there, there's a there's a tool element of the system where it's like the car that the orthodontist or the dentist drives is, is that of quality so that they're able to give a quality outcome. Um, and you're exactly right about a line. You know, my alma mater was Formco. I was there for 11 years. Uh, we launched, I was in product management. We launched a lot of bracket and wire systems, including the Damon system for, you know, four of those years before going over to Spark Aligners. Um, I'll say I, I fully agree that there's going to be a thinning in the herd. Um, and, and I would say when it comes to systems, and we're going to get into Reddit because it's mutually exclusive with, with this thought, you know, there's, there's just so much connection between what can be done behind the scenes clinically with these companies, whether it's Invisalign or Spark Aligners or somebody else, and then what the tool itself can do triangulated with who the treating clinician is. You put those three, three things together and that determines what you're going to get at the end of the day. And if you don't have a treating clinician and you're relying on just AI, well, that case could be a jackpot, you know, and, you know, and to your point, Stephen, you, you got to have a dentist or an orthodontist involved in, in order to, to hit the mark. Yeah, I'm not going to do my own heart surgery. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just, you know, I never, I don't open my hood and try to fix my fuel injection system on my sophisticated vehicle. I, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't think normal consumers do. I think what they're really looking for is financing that can put that payment into their budget and then rely on a, a, a professional exchange with the healthcare provider in order to drive. But I'm, it's funny, I'm looking at this comment here and you know, the Smile Direct Club option, uh, now they're saying they're trying to bend it back into a doctor-directed model, which you know, I think that Genie has already left the, the, the bottle if, if, if I were to make a, an assessment. But you know, they talk about price and the price of about 150 bucks a month or less is kind of the target zone for whether you're buying an $1,800 or a $5,000 or a $7,000 case. And I can't stress it enough that most consumers think it's one size fits all. And therefore they're 18, they're 25, and a line is 5,000 and Spark might be 3,500, whatever it might be. And different systems do different things and they're not all created equal. So I don't really think it's a fair analysis when you, when you don't have a clinical diagnosis. And, and, and you'll find that in Smile Direct Club, if the case requirements exceed a certain parameter, they actually say you're not a, pay, you're not a candidate for this system. And I, and I think when you look at uh, an Align technology, they have a very broad you know, product pool that can handle everything from minor movement to significantly complex cases. And I think that's gonna become the standard that most of these systems are measured against. Yeah, this comment really uh, scoot, scoot up if you would, Jay. I want to show Stephen something. Ox, read this one. What do you make of that one, Stephen? Well, you know, many times practitioners offer clear aligner therapy in order to convince the patient because the patient sees it on television. Like, I don't know if you're going to the Super Bowl or watching it, but uh, Align is a big sponsor for this year's Super Bowl. And, and so many doctors offer a, a clear aligner option only to get the patient in the chair to advocate wire and bracket. Um, and so, you know, I feel that, you know, affordable embraces in the same sentence, it depends on if you think that care is only valued 
at $2,000 or $6,000. To me, affordability is de defined as the investment you value against the benefit of that care. And, and so, you know, I, I just think that, you know, if people try to reduce it down to a, a, a one or a zero, I think it just has more color and requires more in-depth evaluation. And just, just so everybody knows, the comment said oxymoron, affordable and braces in the same sentence. All right, Judd, what are these? So this is one thread. Uh, and, and by the way, you know, we've had other guests, Stephen, where, I mean, I got to go deep to find a topic that can fit into the criteria of the show. All I have to do is turn on my phone on Reddit and people are talking about financing. This was really easy. <laughs> I have to tell you, you know, most patients, 50% of patients uh, avoid financing based on fear of declination. So most of them don't want to take that ride in a dental office or in the, in the essentially open public space of the dental office over the counter where the young lady or the, the, the person at the desk is say, hey, what's your social security number? How much money do you make? What's your FICO score? I mean, those are all things you never wanna answer in public. And that's why having a technology that allows the patient to control that information and only deal with the outcome in the privacy of their own interaction is so critical. But when you think about you know, patients who search for finance, I really feel like here's a comment about $6,000. Look, depending on who your practitioner is, what system they're using, and the complexity of the care requirement you have, they're all not going to be $2,000. And so that's one of the biggest you know, misnomers we have to kind of de debunk is the fact that not all cases are e created equally, right? But nevertheless, your insurance is going to provide you a certain level of participation. But dental insurance today, more than 75 million patients do not have healthcare insurance. Instead, and dentistry is one of the biggest gaps in care uh, in medical uh, in the medical delivery system. Uh, so when you think about, and the vast majority of benefits are are modest at best. They're usually between a thousand and two thousand dollars. So participation by the consumer is a, is a mandate. And so that's why finance, responsible finance is so critical because the gap between care and participation from the insurance space is just demonstrative. And so when you think about that, we think about how do we close that gap? And yes, you can provide HSA participation to have some tax shelter a benefit from providing care from your HSA. But in the end, after you've, if you've expended all of your HSA, you've expended all of your benefit and your insurance, you're still gonna have a few thousand dollars left that you're going to need to finance. And that's why we think you know, iCreditWorks should be at that intersection with all of those patients because it is absolutely a reality. And without it, that patient is gonna say, no, the gap is too big. And that's what's going to hurt the orthodontist and ultimately the private practitioner as we move forward. If you're a dental, a dentist or an orthodontist, and you are looking to stop financing your own practice, your own starts, make sure you visit iCreditWorks.com and make sure you're, you're educating your patients. If you're a patient and you've been wondering, hey, how am I going to be able to afford and pay for this dental procedure that I need? Make sure you go to iCreditWorks.com. Stephen Sweeney, thank you so much for being on the show. You're the chairman of the board of iCreditWorks. We appreciate all that you're doing for the dental community and for the patients who are now going to be able to 
have a nice smile and fix their sore tooth, which just seems to me like common sense. So thank you. <laughs> hey guys, thanks so much. Uh, we wish you all the best. Thank you. On behalf of On Demand Orthodontist and Brain Bites Creative, I'm Jason Sroten, and we will see you next time. If you have an orthodontist or dental practice and are sick of digital marketing that doesn't work, please check out our agency, Brain Bites Creative, and start making an ROI off your digital marketing spend. Visit us at brainbitescreative.com. And last but not least, big thanks to our friends at ODO, the on-demand orthodontist. If you are a dental clinician looking to drive more revenue to your practice, contact ODO at ondemandorthodontist.com. I'm Jason Sroden on behalf of Judd Johns and the entire Get It Straight podcast team. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.